call for a broader use of stress reduction practices in patient treatment plans. Researchers have found that excessive and persistent stress are major contributors to disease and mortality, according to the lead author, Dr. Michael Desette of UC Davis Health. By reducing the body's stress response, mind-body practices can be a powerful adjunct in medicine by helping to decrease the patient's symptoms and improve their quality of life, said Dr. Dorsett, who, at the time, was a physician and researcher with the Benson Henry Institute. Dr. Dorsett also noted that the mind-body practices can be helpful in reducing stress related to the current coronavirus pandemic. Here at AM Kevin, we have a suggestion on how to relieve some of the stress brought on by the current pandemic. First, turn off the 24-hour news channels with their constant reporting of the crisis. Second, turn on AM Kevin. When you watch AM Kevin, you'll get great inspirational music, lively discussion, interesting special guests, fun games, and a thought-provoking devotional all geared to lift your spirit and relieve some of the stress in your life. Make it a point to do yourself a favor and watch the A.M. Kevin Show Monday through Friday right here. And if you want even more, you can go to Facebook or YouTube and watch one of the many past shows of A.M. Kevin and the Kevin Shorey Show. So remember, medical professionals agree that relieving stress promotes a healthier you. Watch A.M. Kevin and chase the blues and that stress away. The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for A.M. Kevin. That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of A.M. Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. Hey! And now, from the A.M. Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world, with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning. Isn't it a great day to serve the Lord? Welcome to the AM Kevin Club. It is going to be a great day, and uh, I'm so glad to see you. Larry, thank you for that announcing, and thank you. I'm glad that you're here. Charlene and Elizabeth out there in Northern Ireland. Darris in Texas. Fritzy out there in Arkansas. Phyllis is in the house. I'm glad you're here today, Phyllis. There is a great surprise you are going to love. I can't wait. Ginger's in the house. Ginger, you're going to love this. And uh, Charlene's going to love this. And I hope Cliff and Joyce get in here soon. Uh, it's, it's, ah, it's a great program. That's all I got to say. We got a surprise guest for you today. All right. Let's, um, let's start with a song. Why don't we start with a song? I'm supposed to sing a song. What am I doing? It is too many buttons. Somebody help me. But you know what? We have victory today, and that's what I want to sing about. Victory, right? You always have victory when you know the victor. Come on, let's play it. That's it. Come on. We got victory today. Come on. Victory, come on, victory, before the battle's begun. God gave us victory, you've got victory, it's already been won. We can lift up a shout, all our freedom is restored. I've got victory, you've got victory, oh, in the name of the Lord. 
fight Wielding the sword in the power of his might Now is the time, this is the day Respond to his call, let his people say We've got victory, come on victory Before the battle's begun You've got victory, we've got victory It's already been what it is victory you've got victory in the name of the lord victory do you feel like you got victory today you need to to uh, wake up in the morning and say god i give you this day and when you get up on the the right foot don't just fall out of bed on your head get out of bed get on your feet and say devil you are under my feet and i've got victory as a matter of fact devil you're defeated uh, when it comes to feet for sure uh We've got victory today in the name of the Lord. And I want you to know that before we go into prayer, that we've got victory in the name that's above every name. At the name of Jesus, the Bible says at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. That's how powerful when we just invoke the name of Jesus. And let's do that today. Let's do that. Invoke the name that's above every name. The name of Jesus, we pray right now. We begin to pray for our, our nation and all of its leaders. God, we ask that you will give our nation uh, leadership by your wisdom and to be open to that. Our, our, our new and upcoming president, God, we pray for Joe Biden. We pray for Donald Trump. We pray for Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. We pray for all of our leaders. Even now, they're in the house trying to make a big decision. I believe a wrong decision. They're going around the wrong 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 way wrong wrong road when when right now our nation needs healing and our nation needs uh, finances we, we just pray God we need those vaccines or we need healing from the pandemic God I just believe that you can speak to many people right now as we agree you said we agree together touching any one thing and it shall be done of our father in heaven so we disagree no more spiritual leaders, our pastors and the leaders in this nation. May they rise up, God, and may we have an awakening in this nation. Of course, we pray for peace around the world and pray for the peace of Jerusalem today. God, we have many prayer requests for healing. Sarge's wife still needs a touch there in Houston, Texas. Lana here in Tennessee. Elizabeth in California. Clark in Missouri. Sandy in Fort Worth. God. But the enemy is meant for evil. We know you are going to turn around for good and you will be glorified because you've given us the victory. For Sandy in Indiana and her sister Kim. For Barb and the Leverage family in Wisconsin. For John in Indiana. And my sister-in-law, finish what you started. Finish, bring healing to Madeline right now. Completely let her, let her, uh, let things be restored back to her that have been taken from her. And, and surprise and shock even the doctors, we pray. For Karen in San Jose and Leon in, in Louisiana. For the Frasers and the Stuckies. For Jim. For Ginger's family who just lost, uh, Ginger lost the niece. We pray for her whole family. We thank you, God, that you are able to turn those things around. All things, all things you said are working together for good. And we just implore you and ask you to take those things that look so dismal and bleak right now and turn them around for good and we can see that God you were glorified in all of this we give you praise and we thank you for you are the victor that gives us victory and we praise you in Jesus mighty and matchless name and we do our proclamations for 2021 we declare today that we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might even though the powers of darkness have schemes and strategies against us, we declare that it is our destiny to win 
Every battle that God allows in our life, He intends for us to win. Therefore, we choose to stand our ground and prepare ourselves by putting on the whole armor of God. That's right, the helmet of salvation. Ask you to guard our mind with your truth. Help us, God, to think your thoughts and believe what you've promised above and beyond what we personally think or feel. We dedicate all that we are to you, God, and we give you our mind that we might think your thoughts, our eyes, that we may have your vision and look on nothing that displeases you. We give you our ears that we might be tuned to hear your voice. May our ears be tuned to your voice above anything else. And we offer you our lips that we might speak words of life and not death, of faith and of not doubt, of blessing and not cursing, of truth and not error. We put on the breastplate of righteousness and thank you that we're forgiven through Jesus Christ. We ask you to purify our affections and appetites and make us long for the right things. We put on the belt of truth and thank you for a clear conscience. We choose to aim our life toward that which pleases you and away from anything that would grieve your heart. We turn from our sin and declare complete forgiveness and acceptance from God through the blood of Jesus Christ. We put on the shoes of readiness on our feet. Make ourselves available to go where you want us to go and do what you prompt us to do. May our hands be tied to your purpose and our feet bound to your path. I love that. We take up the shield of faith and reject every lie and temptation of the devil and raise up the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and recognize your Word as the basis for what we believe and what will come out of our mouth today, backed only by your Word. We invite the Holy Spirit to come into our life and fill us with your presence. So today, Lord, we can bear much fruit in Jesus' mighty name. I believe it. I believe we've got the whole armor of God and we can stand. It's a great day. Hey, Cliff and Joyce, glad you joined us. Pastor Kenny, you're in the house. Janine, we miss you, Janine. We're glad you're back out of Texas there and uh, hoping to get down to Texas this year to minister, that's for sure. Alex Jolt, hallelujah. Praying for your mom, believing for you and your mom. Open doors in the name of Jesus. That's what comes to my mind. Open doors, Alex, in the name of Jesus. Well, it's that time. I'm pushing a lot of buttons today. I I have got to figure out there must be a better way than, than <laughs> a better way. But it's time for you know what? I got to get on my soapbox, right? It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. Thank you, Larry. You can tell I'm on my soapbox because I have a box uh, that says soap. You had something to do with this, too. You, you made this for me, didn't you? Well, let's see. There's a clue to our special guest coming up. Ah, did I just pull my... Ah. Well, today is... Um, uh, a great day. You know, a lot, of, a lot of times we have the HolidayInsights.com. They give a holiday for the day. And there wasn't really any special day. A lot of them were just piggish and stupid. So, But this month, and I, I urge everybody, if you're able to, especially if you've had the COVID, I think they get your blood and plasma and they, they can use it for vaccinations or something. And they uh, build up immunities. It's National Blood Donor Month. So donate. Uh, I, I've donated blood before, but... Uh, donate blood today you know who 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 set the example uh for donations is jesus he shed his blood that's what it reminds me of when i hear blood donor month he shed he only set the example uh uh for us to always be giving for god so loved the world that he gave that we should be giving things like that uh, blood but uh he gave us his blood so that we could have eternal life it it's power the power of the blood i think we need to go back to the power in the blood not the power of social media we have got to be people of prayer i've been on this soapbox all week but you know and every time i sit down i, I must pull my cord here right. hold on i sat on my set on my cord Nothing changes, does it? It's just always, it's just always, it's not even Thursday. And, um, but we are relying more on political pressure, social media bashing people, 
and not necessarily you are, but so many are, and you know so many are, it's time for us to really, really pray. And the power, one of the things that we have, you know, the power and authority of His name, the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, and we invoke His name and the Holy Spirit, that's powerful enough. And standing on the Word of God, those three right there, any one of them is enough, but we have the power in the blood. We need to plead the blood. Its power cures all diseases. Its power calms every storm. Never underestimate the power of the blood. And I think we do sometimes, and we think we have to do things in the flesh. Come on, if we truly are Christians, we rely on Christ to fight our battles, don't we? Yeah, we can protest. We, we say what is right. We can, we can uh, correct errors. There, that, that's not... That goes without saying. I'm talking about just day after day. I think we spend more time on uh, social media, more time uh, worried about whether the president's hidden out in Texas or not, whether we've got to get cash out of the bank and fill up our car with and, and, and stockpile food, um, whether he's going to call on martial law and a, and, a, and a coup. You know, we spend more time on that than we do on our knees, and it's time for us to be people of prayer that know the power that comes in the precious blood of the Lamb. As I was singing about the blood, I was doing a medley of blood songs yesterday. There's just not enough songs or enough words that I can say to implore you to trust Jesus today and trust in the power in the blood. The power in the blood is more powerful than any political power on this earth. And yeah, you know, Pelosi or Trump or Kamala, uh, or Joe, or whatever. They may get their ways. The Bible clearly says man can make their decisions, but God has the last say. So I don't live in worry and fear and anxiety. If I could say anything about my soapbox today is don't live in fear and worry and doubt and anxiety. Come on. If we have faith, that, that's what faith is all about. Faith is having faith. It's really that simple trusting that Jesus is going to take care of it all. Do we? Do we lie on the flesh or in the power in the blood? That's my soapbox today. Take it, Larry. This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it as I'm enjoying my hot tea. Mmm, a little bit of honey. What the joy of the hot tea is when you get down to the bottom there's more taste of the honey than there was at the beginning. I'm done. And it's in an A.M. Kevin Club mug. How do we know if you're a member of the A.M. Kevin Club? You have a mug. If you don't have a mug, sign up today. Go to KevinShorey.com. Call us at 844-47-KEVIN or P.O. Box 222 Pleasant View, Tennessee 37146. 222-222 Pleasant View, Tennessee 37146. Janine said it right. This is how we fight our battle. That's right. The blood of Jesus. That is, there is power in the name. Thank you, Janine, for helping me preach. You are so right. Hi, Ruthie. Good morning to you. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? I don't want to miss anybody, uh, but I want to encourage you to become a partner today. We really need you to join up today. We have a goal in 2021 that we are going to double our partnership. We can do it. We can do it. Spread the word. Push the share button after every episode so that it, you know, Zuckerberg didn't know that he's, when he named it share, that it was going to be a witnessing tool. But it is, for sure, it is a witnessing tool. So do it today. And whenever I sing from any of the CDs, they're half price on that day. I'm, later on, I'm going to sing from Valley Walker. Uh, I sang Victory from my Praise and Worship Made for Praise. So no, normally they're 22 for 30. It's 10, 2 for 20. So, you know, you get two CDs if you want. 
Uh, if you like the song Victory and the song I'm going to sing coming up, a Gary Paxson song, What Are You Going to Do With This Man Named Jesus? That's on Valley Walker. So we'll talk about that at the end. So your one-time gifts, monthly partnership, all I ask is you pray and ask, Lord, what should I do? And he will tell you what you ought to do. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're holding it back. But we have our special guest. He's holding back his comments and his laughter and he's here today on Blood Donor Month. <laughs> and we, we, we like to go dancing in the dark, walking in the park, and reminiscing. And, and I ask them questions to get to know them better. And they type it in here on Facebook. I wish we could do it double Facebook and YouTube, but we can't. Anybody guess it? And, uh, and uh, what's that? Uh, nobody's guessed. No, nobody knows yet. Charlotte's new. She's here from uh, from Alabama watching, but uh, nobody has guessed. Should I give them a hint before I, I reveal who you are? What should I say? I should say. Uh, an OG. What, an OG? Yeah. What's an OG? Original Old guy. Uh, original gangster. Yes, the original before. We, we had two programs on the Roku. By the way, we're, we're working on this year. We'll be back on the Roku network and have 24 hours of te of tele a little, little of televising programs of programming. Uh, he was an original when we had the Kevin Shorey show was one show. There was a sports program. He was the host of that Dixie Fieldhouse. Yes, I said Dixie, and uh, and uh, the AM AM Kevin. We had AM Kevin. Good morning with A.M. Kevin. He was the original host. What's that? Oh, we did a four. Yeah, that's right. We had a news thing. That was fun. Justin, we were just like, yeah. <laughs> and, and Gary was always radical. Radi we had a good balance there because between you and Gary, you know, we had a good balance. <laughs> and then I was, I'm the perfect balance. But ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't guessed it by now, yes, Dave and Barb got it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got I to do it right. Do it right. Hold on. Uh, oh, if I could do it. If I could do it right. If I could just hold on. But Dave and Barb got it. Phyllis should be excited. Cliff and Joyce. Every, you know him. You love him. Oh, devil is a liar. I can't find the. Well, let's just go with this and see what happens. Marshall Howden is in the house! Yay! Oh, that was short, short-lived, wasn't it? I'm one here to one more time, there it is. I'm here to impose martial law. Yes, Marshall. Marshall law. Marshall, my nephew is in the house. What's he, up, guys? Phyllis goes, oh, wow, in all caps. Oh, wow, Marshall. And uh, Cliff and Joyce, Marshall, with, with big uh, hearts in, their, in the eyes there. Yes, so you are here. On, uh, and, and my reminiscent was, if anybody's ever given blood, what, what you have a good experience, bad experience. Have you ever been to donate a plasma blood or any of that stuff? No. I think we it's did a that a lot in college yeah. when I, when I, I don't like needles, really. I, they no. freak me out a little bit. Uh, they used to. Uh, not so much anymore now that I've had a million of them. Yeah. <sighs> had one just the other day. I was going in to get, thought I was just going to get an x-ray and stuff because I've been having some of these headaches. I thought I should check out my head and stuff. So they put me in this big tube, you know, this MRI thing. And then they got to stick a needle in me to put in some sort of dye. I don't know. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, so I'm just like, oh, go ahead. You know, just give out my arms. Just stick me. But uh, welcome to the – here's your first time in the studio. What do you think of this? Well, I was perusing your books. You know, yeah. I'm a history guy. I was looking at your president books, and I found a couple of geography, and, you know, I like that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what have you been up to? And uh, you've gotten engaged since I've uh, yes. seen you last, for yeah, sure. on November 1st. Yes. I asked Kendra, after six years, to be my bride. That's good. Let's see. we got a cheer for that. Do we have – maybe we have a golf clap. Golf clap. i got to find the buttons. Yes. So you're getting married. Have you set the uh, date for getting married? Oh, we're not sure. It'll be a, it'll be a minute. She's still got to finish her school. Yeah. And so proud of her. She is finishing pharmacy school. She's yes. in her last year. And, you know, Dean's List and all that. She's in uh, Rokai, which is the – it's not a sorority. It's like the uh, – it's like National Honor Society for pharmacists. And you have to be in, like, the top – 15 percentile or something oh. you know to stay in it and she's yeah. like the treasurer or something Whoa. so she's yeah i'm really proud of her and she's awesome and you said she only has one year left 
It's like actually like a semester. <laughs> I've been with her the whole time. Uh, right yes. there, right with her. And do you have it like so maybe a year or two? Maybe like May, May? of 22. We're May? Did you yes. say May of 22? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> And but you're in school as well. I mean, you're studying. Yeah. You know, tell them about your degree and what yeah, you're I'm studying. Yeah, I'm over a third of the way through. I'm getting a bachelor's in biblical studies, and then I'm going to get a master's in history, and be a professor. And yes. Among other things. And among other things, you're also running again in Branson. Yes, for mayor of Branson. Yes. And it is a three-person race this time, and it's Ed Akers, who's our current mayor. Yes. Karen Best, who's our former mayor, yes, and myself, who's the future mayor. So yes. come on, it's a tale of three mayors. A tale of three mayors. Mm -hmm. Well, we know who the better man is, at least who we would vote for if we were in Appreciate Branson. That. Yes, and uh, so what's 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 it like? In I've seen some of the uh, some of the deals, the live sessions they've had. Like, what is the climate like in Branson? Like, what is it like? Politically slash uh, with the COVID, the theaters and all, what's happening over there? It's really interesting. Um, well, I've got an announcement. If anybody knows Branson, uh, Clay Cooper signed up to run for Alderman in Ward 1, what? which is where I used to run. And this yeah. has been kind of my dream all along, Kev, is that because I ran an organization called the Song of Hope. For anybody who knows Branson Entertainers, Clay Cooper is one of the big names, one of the yeah. big entertainers there. Big time. And that's kind of been one of my dreams is to get entertainers to run for office. You know, I think um, part of the things that I've supported is uh, supporting our live music shows. I think that should be the number one driver. It's so important for our town, you know. And I don't know if you saw it on Facebook a couple months ago, but there's this famous picture of President Reagan, and he's got this cowboy hat on. Yeah. And I juxtapose that next to one with Granddaddy, and it always that picture always reminds me of Granddaddy, you yeah. know. And I always wonder if Granddaddy had gotten into politics, not in national, but maybe just there in Branson. <laughs> that would have been you know? funny. I yeah. know, right? So, yeah, so we're really excited. So, okay, this is, this is interesting because <laughs> the whole COVID thing, it really got people – more aware of what's going on in Branson, you know, on a general, not just with the mass and the COVID and all that stuff, but just in general. And they, I feel like for the first time realized that, hey, these aldermen that run our city actually kind of affect our lives, maybe even in some cases more than these senators and congressmen and all this stuff do, really? you know? Really? Um, yeah, because, I mean, gosh, we, they were shutting down our businesses and they were this and that, and then regardless of what you think about it, I mean, it impacts your life, you yeah. know? Yeah, um, the aldermen were doing that. Yeah, yeah, and so, oh my gosh, we had an eight-hour meeting, uh, like the second uh. COVID meeting or something, and I tell you, I, I respect anybody's opinions. There were a lot of yay was talking on both sides, yeah. and they were just uh, on yeah, and on and about everything. And yeah. But I sat there, and I streamed the meetings, Kevin, and this was really interesting because nobody had ever really done that. to uh, Because I've built up a Facebook following in, in Branson politics for a long time, and um, I have a lot of people who follow my posts and everything. And so over our videos, over the time, the first two videos we got, we did, uh, got 12,000 views each. Whoa. So 24,000 views on that first day. Whoa. And that's the population of Branson is like twelve thousand. Yeah. Over the all the meetings that we've had, we've had eighty one thousand views on wow. our COVID nineteen. The ones wow. I streamed on my Facebook page. So this is really amazing. I watched it. Yeah. So right after I started doing that, maybe a month after, the city installed cameras and created a YouTube page. And I almost feel like that's one of my biggest accomplishments so far. You know, in Branson politics, I got them to start filming the meetings you know and part of that i think is like my generation and the fact that we know more about kind of technology and that kind of thing you know um and and bringing those insights and those abilities to the city is i think part of what i offer so yeah that was really cool that we were able to do that and really get more people involved so. yeah well well we'll be praying for the elections are like in april or march yep april, april. last year they postponed them you know, yeah, like two months. So because uh, of the whole COVID thing, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. and then they did drive through voting. And <laughs> man, in Branson, you can walk in and vote right instantly. Almost. Yeah. There's never a line. Yeah. But people were waiting like an hour and a half, two hours in their cars to vote. And, it, you know, as much as it was frustrating because I, I feel like we could have handled it better and they put two wards together and this and that. Uh, but it was kind of inspiring. Because people in Branson had never had to really wait to cast their vote. And they all waited in line. And and I lost by 32 votes, man. It was so close. So anyway, well, that's the past.
That is the past <laughs> on to the future. And so, uh, you know, after you're mayor, then you're going to you, you'll get your degree and all. So you'll be mayor slash professor, yes, professor slash yes. doctor, Dr. Marshall Esquire. Uh, yeah, Esquire. <laughs> I don't know what Esquire means, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, you know, I have to ask your take on what's happening in, in the world here with uh, <laughs> Trump and Biden and and uh, the impeachment that's going on right now. P people are probably watching and going back and forth between the news here's and seeing what they come up with. Here's my take on it. Yes. America has faced many trials and tribulations, Kevin. We've we fought the British off in 1776 and they came back come in on. 1812. Yeah. One of my president, favorite presidents, Andrew Jackson, went and, and expelled them from New Orleans. Um, I think, truthfully, that we have faced you know, many things as a country, and we always come through it. Yeah. And that's kind of one thing I was thinking we after do. we saw the stuff that happened last week. It's regardless of whether it was Antifa or this one or that one or the whatever, whoever it was, it was we faced it, and we've come through on the other side. You know, And always. we have victory. Like you spoke Come about, on, you victory. know, that's right. That, that's my take on it overall is that um, we faced a lot of things as a country. And, you know, there's all talk about coming together and this and that. Um, man, if you study history and they used to write horrible articles about Andrew Jackson's wife and uh, John Quincy Adams oh, wife. It's and always been, you know, yeah, it's always sort new. of been like this. And we fought brother fought brother in the 1860s, you know, yeah. so I don't want to get there. You know, so I, d I don't think we will. I think where we're going to go is we're going to – the phrase that I love, President Jackson said this. I always bring it back to President Jackson. He said that Americans are an imperfect people striving for a perfect mission. Mm -hmm. and, so, and, and the phrase that is in the, the declaration is a more perfect union. Yeah. And that's an idea. It's a more perfect. Not that we're perfect, that we've ever been perfect, or that we claim that we're going right. to be in the future, but we're more perfect. Yeah, you know, we, we work towards that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I, I think we can get there, and I think that we can, you know, sometimes those words like unite and things, they're sort of cliche, you know. Um, but I think what we can unite on is kind of that striving to make America – um, you know, great again, the great again. The great again. <laughs> hey, you know what we say? What? Uh, make Branson Branson again. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, you know, there you go. Make, a, make America great. Yes, again. I've got go. a hat for you if you want one of these. <laughs> make America great. Uh, yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Do you have hats for the make Branson? I should. Branson? I yes. Should. MBBA. I know a guy I can get you. Yeah, MBBA. <laughs> that, that's really good. Yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, we, we want to restore what we've always been, you know, and. A lot of people – this happens in a lot of different places, Kevin. A yeah. lot of people uh, come in from outside, and they think they have new ideas that they can change you or, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, Branson was fine the way it was, and that's kind of what we want to restore. For, for sure. You know, and what you're saying is so much good truth for our nation. Uh, and what to and think of it, you know, last year I went and did crusade some services out in Ethiopia. And uh, already they're telling me we, we couldn't go like at the beginning of this year back to Ethiopia again anyway, uh, because when they disagree with the president or with some somebody throws a bomb, somebody, you know, shoots somebody, kills one of his one of his bodyguards. I mean, you know, and not just to pick on Ethiopia. There's other countries like that. So no matter what, I still believe America is one of the greatest nations on this earth and that uh, great things are. Know, yeah, uh, in store, no matter what it and looks le like. Let me say this. This is a little opinionated, but I'm, I'm comfortable sharing this. I love it when you get opinionated. Okay, so I work for a gentleman who is a um, – he hails from Pakistan. Come on. Oh. And he now is a, a, a Pakistani Christian, yeah. third generation. His mama – or no, his mother-in-law, she has a uh, Christian ministry in Islamabad, Pakistan. If that's not courage, I don't know what is, yeah. you know. Come on. Um, and so during the whole thing and the election is stolen and this and that, and regardless of what you think about that, I, I want to maybe put this nugget into your head and, and just stolen. consider this for a second. Stolen. So my, my, the owner of my hotel, he comes in and he goes, oh, well, it was. This happens in my country. And that really offended me, Kevin, yeah. because I don't look at my country as Pakistan. No. You know, I, I don't not. I don't think that we are um, sort of that – you know, corrupt and this and that, you know, so I, I just want to maybe have people consider that um, when when we kind of talk about the degradation in this in this and that is that, 
you know, part of patriotism is is not allowing us to say that our country is has gone so far. And and in, in in so far as there are cases that it may have, then we we kind of fight to to bring it back. But don't just yeah. sort of no, give sure. in to the idea that we're Pakistan now, and there's no you know there's no rule of law and this and that because that really hurt me. And I even told oh, him that the next day. True. I said, you know, that that offended me. Not not what you said, but really just kind of kind of that whole sentiment. You know that. That my yeah. country would be kind of degraded like that. So, because no, unlike Pakistan, if there was anything, it will be fixed. Yeah, somebody will fix it. Some somebody's going to be, and and so, anything that happened in this election will definitely not happen in the next one, and it will be overseen a lot better and a lot tighter. Where in other countries, that's just the way it is. So we, you know, so that's his sentiment because that's how yeah. he was raised, yeah. and and that's it is in a lot of countries. So. America is still the greatest country on the face of this earth, for sure. And Phyllis says, you're so right, Marshall. Thank you for your insights. See, Phyllis loves you. I know. You. I love Phyllis. And my, Kevin, some of the people that follow me um, the most are, you know, the people that started watching us on AM, AM Kevin, Kevin, you know? Yeah. Hey, who's the I'm, – I'm drawing a blank. Who's the guy who, you know, gather around people that – what's that guy? Bob? What's his name? What? <laughs> gather around you know, people. Who, you know, the where the times they are a change. Bob Dylan. Bob yeah. Dylan. Okay. So <laughs> they get the <laughs> they gave him a, a serious XM show and it's wow. the craziest You can't understand a word he's no. saying. He goes so there was one time they always play clips of it on this other show I like it. He goes, uh he always reminded me of what you were saying. He said, Blood of the Lamb, Blood of the Lamb. <laughs> he said, You know the Passover was a Jewish Seder, Blood of the Lamb, Blood of the Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Dylan. I couldn't. Th I knew Bob. I couldn't think. There you go, Bob. Yeah, and and uh, did you know, Larry was had just sent me a, a text or whatever you call him, someone messenger, sent me a thing that shows that Jupiter's moon is actually receiving. You're speaking of radio. Jupiter's moon is now receiving like the AM Kevin Club or uh, anything that's on radio. Sig they're finding radio signals. In other words. Bouncing off of Jupiter's moon. That's right. Aliens out there. There's some weird stuff with that There's recently. some weird. I watched a thing the other day about a lady who's a psychiatrist who had uh, patients. Uh, she lived in Nome, Alaska. Have you heard about this mm -hmm. deal? No. Well, and I, I, I don't recommend anybody watch it because it just seemed like more like demonic than it was aliens, you know? Mm -hmm. But... But it really happened. Her daughter disappeared. Her husband killed himself. A couple of her patients uh, uh, killed themselves because they kept hearing alien voices and all this. And there's videotape of her inner sessions where they were levitating. I mean, you can see. I know. So I don't know why I wanted to go there, but I was just like, aliens are more than aliens. Let's you know, just say that. You know that, Kevin? Um, that Be isn't Gnome is like the highest point in alaska or something like that that is trippy that it is in nome alaska so yes. check this out so um i i think i might have an explanation for that um so they did this football documentary one time on the football team the high school football team up there that yeah. they started you know I, the chair should be forward more you're behind the world i can't behind the world you. i'm ahead you, of the world brother see yeah. all right so anyway um it's one of the highest suicide rates in that area of the country because it's dark. It's yeah. simple. Simple as that. Dark, it's always dark. It's dark. cold. Yeah. It's you know. Um, so anyway, they they did this whole sports documentary about when that when the high school football team started and they had no suicides that year at the high school and it was the first year ever or something like that because they all came together. So I'm, I almost wonder if it's more just the the region you know or something like that. But that could yeah. be, that could be. But I had uh, a word segue into. A word today that we have to be careful where we um, what we say where we go what we do what we look at and uh, I did I did I felt I felt the creepies days after I saw that thing about the aliens in Nome uh, because I think sometimes uh, sometimes not always I'm not saying there may not be some people from out of space I I don't believe there is you might believe I think you do uh, right? I know no I not think NASA. These UFOs I, and stuff. I I've think always been a skeptic. I think that there's some weird stuff I've seen, but I, generally I lean on the side of probably not. Probably not. 
what I think it's more spiritual because there are there are principalities in high places. This was mentioned that talk about the wheel within a wheel. Uh, you know, there's stuff in the Bible about these weird kind of things with the demons, the fallen angels and all that. And uh, I wanted to um, to read about uh, just our priorities and the things that we take in our life slash watching where we go, what we see, how, how much we talk about the negative. The Bible clearly says that we become that kind of person if that's all we talk about. You, we, said, uh, we told this in elementary school, you are what you eat. And so whatever you feast on. First uh, John, John's writing in First John chapter uh, 5, verse, let's start verse 18. We know that anyone born of God does not keep on sinning. Rather, the one born of God keeps him safe and the evil one cannot touch him. God keeps us safe, helps us. Uh, he's not saying that we don't ever make mistakes, but when we do, we can find refuge in God and He protects us and helps us come back. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. So we got the world and we got God. Two forces. Which one will we be a part of? And we know that Ben Elohim, which uh, is, is the Lord, another name for the Lord, has come and given us insight so that we may know him who is true. So we have that Holy Spirit. We have God, the Holy Spirit, to tell us what's true. And we are in him who is true, in his son, Yeshua, the Messiah. This one is the true God and eternal life. It's Jesus. So last thing John says in his letter, last verse, 21. So children, guard yourself from idols. And you know, it, it's like the world has always had problems with idols. You know, even the children of Israel of the Old Testament time had problems with idols. They would always uh, turn to something if they didn't hear from God, like when Moses was in the mountain too long. Well, we're going to build a calf. So, you know, they did the calf thing. Well, that didn't turn out so good. And, uh, you know, whenever they just felt like God wasn't hearing them, they would just turn to it. And sometimes we defeat ourselves by turning uh, to other things that become a priority. How about people? We, wa we just watched the Tiger Woods thing. You know, he was, you know, Tiger Woods, True. Michael Jordan. You know, I was thinking this the other day, Kev. The, you know, I, I grew up a big basketball fan, you know, and there was this guy, Ben Wallace, you know, and he was oh. this incredible defensive player and that big afro, had curly yeah. hair, you know. And I, I had such a visceral connection to him as a kid. Or, you know, talk about Bob Dylan or musicians or some people idolize these people and they put the posters on their wall and they this yeah. and they that. And it's like... If that it should be only a modicum of what you feel for Jesus, you know, right? Jesus yeah. should be the ultimate basketball star and and rock star, he, and he is. you know, and and that's uh, I think that's superhero. In some ways, that's why um, you know God chose a people and the people of Israel because he he sort of chose this people that I believe he primed in other ways to um, they were kind of in this monotheistic milieu in world history, but also to to create one that was the ascendant one of that culture, yeah. you know, and yeah. that that one is sort of be the one that you should idolize, you know, yeah. um, because he's, you know, he's the truth, you know. And yeah, they would always yeah. come back to the one true God. But, you know, it had to go through so much hell to by serving other gods. It's what caused them to have the um, the exile. The, the, the it, It's uh, so many different things throughout history. And uh, they've turned to one called uh, Baal. We, we say Baal, my Hebrew teacher in Bible college said it's pronounced Baal, but it's hard to say Baal, so we'll say Baal. And uh, I, I found out recently that um, there is a plural to Baal, which is Baalim. Baalim means a God for every sin and desire. So you have a God for every, you know, if I love, you know, money and it's going to be my prayer. So I've got my Baal, my money Baal. I've got my, you know, pornography Baal. I've got my, you know, uh, other people bail, you know, whatever. Bailed out of jail. We're a bit, yeah. We still have the Baalim today. Whatever we make the highest place in our lives. Baal actually means master or owner. So whatever your master, whatever owns your life, whatever your Baal is, it will master you, will own you, it will possess you. <laughs> and it always leads to disaster. But um, I was going to read another thing of scripture. And, uh, you know, it just it can creep in on you. And I think some Christians, 
unfortunately, and I, I can speak to Christians more than anything else and, and, and should because I am a minister, so I'm supposed to be helping Christians. Uh, their, their idol has kind of been, and I'm not trying to get on my soapbox again, but maybe their idol has been the Internet or maybe your idol has been politics. Um, you know, maybe, maybe too much of that. Because any too much, the Bible says first, first thing should be the kingdom of God, and then these other things will be added unto you. And Hosea was given a warning to his people as well. Verse 16 and uh, verse 23, he said, um, uh, let me get to 23, verse 2, yeah, verse 16, 16, 16. I myself, God says, I will bring you back. I will bring you into the wilderness and speak to your heart. I will give her back to the vineyards and make the valley of Akur a door of hope. You will respond as in the days of your youth, in the days you came up out of the land of Egypt. That's what you were talking about, how Israel would, would you know, they would uh, backside, but they would repent. They would always come back. He says, I'm going to bring you back. In that day, it is a declaration of God. You will proclaim uh, that... Uh, I will be your husband, and never again will you call on Baal again. I'll remove the names of the Balim out of her mouth, no longer to be mentioned by your name. In that day, I will make a covenant. We need to make that covenant today that, that uh, we will serve God. We will be owned by God. We will be possessed by God. He will be our master and him only let God be your true master. The only thing that own you should be his love and his mercy and his, and his grace. But it starts this way. First, identify your bail. What is it that has become a priority? Submit it to Jesus and he will help you to be free from that. Just as Hosea said, and he will become your husband. He will become you will be that bride again that you're supposed to be. And uh, he can free us from our bail or our bailium. Uh, today and I just thought that was an important word for today uh, so I learned this is a little history moment that we used to do this okay I love it history the they say that the psychological origins of like the the mythological gods maybe the Greek gods or the Roman gods mm -hmm. were that people would have this idea that okay rate like rage is this okay you see your brother or your cousin or whatever and he has rage right but you also recognize that that rage is also in your neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. So rage became an embodiment. So they yeah. created Aries. Yeah. Right. So it's it almost is Came this Balim thing, exactly. you know? And that's interesting. Exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. yeah. And they did some horrible things in the name of Baal, but God still had mercy and grace, and He has mercy and grace and love for you today, no matter how far you've gone or what what things you have done. You can always come back to him. His mercies are new every morning. The faithfulness of God is so great. It's immeasurable. His love, unconditional. Uh, you just come to him. So I just ask you to come to him. And, and uh, you know, now that you've watched the program, now that you've uh, been confronted with the name Jesus, what are you going to do with that man named Jesus? And I'm going to sing that song that is from the Valley Walker CD. What are you going to do with a man named Jesus? Allow me to sing for you, Marshall. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> there was a powerful, anointed movie by Mel Gibson, Passion of the Christ. That and other family films have drawn the line again, very clear that Jesus Christ is real and that he is alive and he wants to be a part of your life. John chapter 14. Verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to me, come to God except through me. And again in Luke chapter 11, verse 23, he says, You're either with me or you're against me. Come on, what are you going to do with this man named Jesus? I love this. You can say that I'm no good. You can say that I'm a fool. You may even win the crowd along the way. You can say our way is worthless. You can mock me and his name. You may even stimulate the minds that you lead astray. 
love that song. Gary Paxson, what a great writer he was. And when you're confronted with the fact that it's history, the fact that it's reality, and uh, that Jesus lived, existed, and did die, whether you believe anything else, he showed love. And uh, history even proves that he rose again, so I'm going to go for the guy that rose again. Buddha, still dead, <laughs> you know. Uh, all the other leaders, you know, they're Muhammad. He's still dead, but Jesus is alive, and I'm going to go with him. And I hope you will, too, today. I hope you'll accept Jesus in your heart. If you don't know him, if you're listening right now, there's no coincidence. I believe it. I believe that you're here for a purpose and a reason. Maybe it's to give your life to Jesus Christ and say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you're the Son of God. You died for me and rose again. Come and live in me. I'm a sinner, but you're a Savior. And I ask you into my heart. And ask you that as I repent of every one of my sins, failures, weaknesses, that you wash me in your blood and fill me with your spirit. And he'll do it. He'll come in and live inside of you. Just like all of us have found. Marshall, myself, and all of, a lot of you that are watching have found that to be true. Let me see. Phyllis says it's so good to have Kevin and Marshall back together again. Isn't it, though? We're a dynamic duo, bro. It, it's awesome. I love you, man. You, you teach me so much, too. And uh, Kim says, I miss him. I'm so glad he's there. It's wonderful to have them there together. And Cliff and Joy loved our words and great, great song. So, uh, yeah, by the way, the songs are available. You, if you have don't have that What Are You Going to Do CD, they're 10 bucks just today only. Tomorrow, back to $20. So get it today. Or Victory on my Praise and Worship CD. Anything else that you want to say? There's so many things we could talk about. There's so many things. Marshall, it's just so good to have you here. And anytime you're coming through Nashville again. Hey, well, I got a message real in. quick. Tell them. Tell right. them. We got six minutes. Okay. So, you know, I've had a long faith journey, Kevin. And I've learned about a lot of the different face of the world and this and that. And yeah. Um, one thing that really strengthened my faith, actually. Do you need to get on your soapbox? Uh, I think I do, <laughs> yeah. Um, was, you know, kind of examining the intellectual aspects of it, you know. Yeah. Um, we've gone through this with, you know, my brother. We He's a very, very smart guy, and he's he's come back to God, but he kind of had his moments where he, you know, was in the, 
the world of of science that kind of led him astray and this and that. And I'm a yeah. big big science guy and, and yeah. you know, but but having said all that, um, and I, I study theology and you know I reasoned my way to strengthen my faith, Kevin, completely intellectually, you know, um, and understanding yeah. um, that you know objectively. You know, Christ is the answer, um, not just because I was born in a white bread a southern house, you know, but but I'll this is my warning for the folks today come on. who who come back, maybe back to Christ or strengthen their faith in Christ um, through the intellectual exercise is that that's very important. But you have to have both sides because there was a time there when I had, you know, come kind of strengthened my faith and, and really come back to accepting my faith completely, you know, maybe like right after high school kind of thing, where it was strictly an emo er, a non-emotional intellectual thing. Right. But I had lost so much of that visceral emotional connection yeah. that I had to God when That's I was right. a kid, you know. And it took a long time um, to, to really rekindle that, that fire, you know, yeah. and I think words can be really powerful. You know, our words are just language that we put to p sort of paint a picture onto God's world, you know. Mm, good. And so I, uh, that's where I, that is one thing that I, I kept from studying those other uh, cultures and the other religions is some of the words and some of the language that they use, you know, um, helped me understand my faith yeah. and helped me understand um, when you when you understand God embodies divinity. Yeah. You know, and that see, it, it goes back to the whole Baal and the Balim and that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So when the Bible says, uh, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me," you know, and 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 we see the Bible used a lot of different words for God. You know, um, it almost to me that's almost saying, "Thou shalt have no gods," because I'm I'm higher than a god. I'm not a I'm not a god that is on Mount Olympus and I have a there's a thunderbolt associated with me right. and a raven and Come I got on. this color and this. You know, I'm higher than a God. And, yeah, there might be an English word that they've come up with that means God. Yeah. But I'm higher than all that's that. That's right. He, you know? Amen. And, and so that's kind of one thing that I, I've really understood, to, to understand God as, as divinity, you know, yeah. which, which is, is purity and perfection and, and, and those things, you yeah. know, which are these fundamental aspects of um, the Almighty in the universe, you know. And the more, I think the more that we try to maybe pigeonhole God or try to understand God through only like a human intellectual lens, we, we lose something there, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes playing around with the words that we use um, right. can no, be really I, I interesting. These, the root yeah. words and things, there's a history of that. But yeah, but you hit it, hit it so right because another bail can be intellectualism because Jesus said it simply to the woman at the well. He, he did such a great... What a great message he gave just to one, a person of one, just an audience of one. But they that worship me must worship in spirit and truth, emotion and intellect. You know, the spirit without um, the spirit without the word is, you know, just goes crazy. And it's just it's out there. But the word backs it up. But the word without the spirit, you know, then is just dry and dead. So you have to have that balance. And uh, no, you said it right. That's exactly what it has to be. Well. We took up our time now, so we got to go. But I'm so glad, and they're saying, please come back again, Marshall. We love you, and we'll continue to pray for you. And uh, Londa says, good conversation. There's our Minnesotan. I'm going to Philly. They need to pray for me. Yes, go to Philly. <laughs> You're going to see your dad. Dad's out there in Philly. Safe journey. You'll be fine. You'll be good. I'll be good. And if you come back through on the way back, come on through. You never know. Teaser. All right. Te <laughs> teaser. <laughs> come on. Remember, what do I say at the end of every program? Jesus is the answer for this world today. Take us out, Larry. Yeah. This brings to a close another edition of A.M. Kevin. We're glad you were able to join us. The A.M. Kevin Show is presented Monday through Friday, featuring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire A.M. Kevin Club gang. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at 844-47-KEVIN. That number once again is 844-475-3846. Or you can write us at Kevin Shorey Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Pleasant View, Tennessee, 37146. 
Our email address is kshoreymen at aol.com. And you can also visit us at our website, kevinshorey.com. Join us again next time when we present another edition of AM Kevin. And remember, Jesus is the answer for this world today. AM Kevin is a part of the outreach ministry of Kevin Shorey Ministries, Inc., All Rights Reserved.